Welcome to the Black Men Think Podcast. If this is your first time here, know that the views and opinions expressed by the Black Men Think Podcast, are those of the Black Men Think Podcast and not the individual members. With that being said we're about to be unapologetically, undeniably black. Enjoy. Hey man, uh, welcome to the Black Man Think Podcast. Um, we're... We're elevating our thinkers because thinkers be out here Think. thinking, right? I think that's that sounds about right. We're yeah. actually elevating our black men. We're ev- elevating our black men because black men be out here thinking. Thinkers think, doers do. Yeah, you don't remember the rest, do? No, I don't. Dang. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but um, if you if you are watching this, thank you for joining us. Um, make sure you subscribe to Patreon if you want bonus content. Got free trials going right now. Seven day free trial. You can check it out if you like what you hear. Boy, I'm about to sign up. Yeah, if you like what you hear, boom. Um, yeah. Stick around, you know. Um, so I am, we'll introduce ourselves. Um, we don't do that often. We should. I'm JD. I'm Motown. Corey. Corey. My, my government name is Marlon. There you go. My government name is Justin, if we want to do that. If this is your first time here, <laughs> thank you for joining us. So, um, the last couple of weeks, and, and shout out, we had Ace and Brian here last week. Great conversation around zip codes and, um, you know, understanding how you can change your surroundings and elevate your life and your child's life. But, you know, you got you to gotta make some sacrifices. Some of those sacrifices change your zip code. Of course, there are some other things that we also talked about. So check that episode out if you want to get into that. But we got Corey here. And I'm just gonna put you on the spot, bro. Like, where you been? I feel like you ain't been on the pod in about. It been a minute. Been a minute. It hasn't been that long. Um, yeah, I disagree. About a couple weeks. <clears throat> in your brain, right? <laughs> oh, yeah, maybe. Yeah, it's been longer. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, you know, cool. We just want to, you know, check in with you, see how you doing. You know, you gotta get defensive. You know? Yeah. No, it's it's fine. No, it's fine. <laughs> no, I've been I've been well. You know, just recovering from okay. little you know stuffy nose stuff gotcha. last week. Cool, cool. Yeah, cool. but just staying out the way, man. You know, <laughs> staying out the way. Yeah, just <laughs> to go. Just staying out the way, man. No, for real. But uh, what's my boy name? I forgot. Yeah, he had he had a little movement for a while. White guy, white guy in corporate office mm. on TikTok. Or, Instagram, one of those. But um, so, yeah, glad to hear that you're well. You're doing better now. Um, definitely want to make sure that we, we check it in on our brothers. Um, but the other thing, man, you got you got a, a a big big day coming up. Indeed. What's that? You, you about to be an OG. I was born an OG, man. Ah, uh, that's what, what I'm talking okay. about. Born an OG. Sure enough. But we're talking about the big 4-0. Oh, yeah. Um, I guess. Now we have some plans. You? Around, yeah. Oh, I mean, we. Yeah, no, 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 we, correct. We correct. Correct. Yeah. Absolutely. We got some plans around the 40th birthday that we'll, I guess we'll discuss when it when the time comes. But I just wanted to ask you personally because I have that day coming up in a couple of months, mm-hmm. right? So I just try to get an idea of like, hey, what is the thought process? What goes through your mind knowing that you're reaching this? "Quote unquote milestone, right? Because we're at that age now, where it's, we're, we're basically dealing in ten year markers now. Yeah, like you know, 40, 50, 60, 70, You know, we we just at that spot now. Whereas we, what we did is we just we're about to hit that midlife. 
we, yeah. we pray it's the midlife. Put yeah. It like that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. For sure. So, you know, just just wanted to know, like, for you, um, has is has there been any thought about turning 40? Mm, not really. It's just another year? I mean, I don't really, I've never been a type about, like, when it comes to age and all that, mm-hmm. I don't really, you know, I mean, every day, I mean, tomorrow is a big day to me. I don't, you know, mm-hmm. I'm not looking at, like, you know, two weeks from now, whenever it is, that, you know, it's maybe once it starts to sink in, I think it's more so of when I actually tell somebody my age, it kind of hit me. More so. <laughs> yeah. like, no, that's real. Yeah. Because yeah, I, I have that. to think. I'm, I'm sure I will be telling people for a while I'm 39. Oh, like, oh, no, oh, no. no. I'm 40. Yeah. yeah. That, that's a good point, though, because we are at that time where we don't really, I mean, how often do you have to tell people how old you are? Well, let me ask you this. Like, do y'all actually, do you feel like we've hit 40? Or do you still like see? Because me, like me and my wife talk about this all the time. We like, we'll go out. You know, we might find ourselves in a setting where we're dancing or something like that, and we like, and then we walk away, and then we come back like a few days later. It was like, I'm hurting. Were were we the old people in the room? <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, did people see us? Because we didn't feel that way. Oh, but do we look old, or do we still got it? Yeah, I don't, it's, it's a good question. Yeah, I don't think I look old. Um, I mean, I definitely don't dress old. I mean, I don't dress like I'm 17 either. But um, I mean, I don't. I don't know. I don't really. Um, in certain settings, that I might feel. You know, I can. I definitely stand out. Yeah. I mean, but um, for the most part, I really still feel like I'm like in my 30s. Maybe like, like mid 30s. Oh, mid 30s. Yeah. yeah. Early, like, maybe early to mid 30s. It's kind of like it's hard to fathom. I mean, I feel like I have. 40 years of experience. I'll say that. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like I, I've been here where maybe where I'm at in life, you know, and this is just me personally because I don't think it, you, it's not, that's something that you can gauge across the board. I think everybody has their own experience. You know, I think we try to say what you should be at these different benchmark age, mm-hmm. ages, but that's not realistic. Um, <clears throat> for me, I will say um, I feel experienced you know, entering the year that I turned 40, which I'll turn 40 in, you know, midsummer or yeah, midsummer. Mm-hmm. Um, but honestly, I don't feel like I've, I don't feel 40, you know, like I don't see myself as like what I perceive 40 to be, you know, which is kind of old getting there anyway. <laughs> Man, so it's kind of weird, bro, because I'm, 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 I share the same sentiment as both of you. Cause I don't feel it until I get around people that is significantly younger than me, mm. and then that's when it really starts to hit, right? So like when I'm in in venues and I'm you know around some people that is you know really between that age of twenty eight to like thirty four, mm. then I start to sense it because the mindset it's is different. Yeah, the mindset is different. Number one, but outside of mindset, it's just like priorities. Mm. Because for any of us, right? Even and not even just like because you're married or 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 what, but like before you do something, you really think about what you're doing, right? Like there's no up on a whim, just like going to do something. Like you're actually calculating it. And and I've noticed when I'm like I might be around like somebody that's 25, 26, mm-hmm. and they're just like, 
yeah, I'm um, I'm I'm in Vegas for the weekend, or I'm you know I'm here. Like, and I think about that. I was like, bro, I can never just say like I'm here for the weekend. Yeah. Like, yes, we can plan that. Like, I can put it on the calendar, and and then we can get there. But like, just that the spontaneity that I just I don't have that, and that's when I really start to. To realize, like, oh, okay, the age kind of sink in, and and of course, like, you know, the body ailments, and you know, going to the doctor, and the doctor might say, like, yeah, your LDL is like a little lower, you know, you know, you, yeah, yeah. you okay, yeah, this this is something that I didn't think about in my twenties, you know, but as you get older, you start looking at, okay, I gotta watch what I'm eating, I gotta watch all of these different things. That's when it start to really hit. But outside of that, because like what you said, the the dressing and all of that, bro. We're in a unique space to where we kind of came up under the the like hip hop culture, mm-hmm. and so the thing about hip hop culture is everybody's pretty much still dressing the same, right? Like there's unless you're over fifty and you're in like suit and tie every day yeah. type jobs, more than likely you kind of we all dress dressing to pretty much the same. In our age group. In know. our age group. Yeah, yeah, yeah I was going to say, I mean, younger cats, I mean, the, like the bell bottoms and the, like, yeah. it's all kind of stuff coming back. Yeah, but, but coming back, right? Because okay. we did it too. And, and, you know, it's, I always equate it to, when the last time you seen a grown man chew bubble gum? Mm-hmm. But bubble gum still exists. Mm-hmm. Like kids are still going to the grocery stores and, and corner store wanting bubble gum. Mm-hmm. It's weird because, like, you think to yourself, like, man, I had no bubble gum in, like, probably 20 some. 30 some years, but it still exists for a certain demographic. Yeah. And so everything eventually will come back around, bro. But like that's really for me, that's the only time I really feel it is when I'm around younger people, like significantly younger people. And I'm just like, yeah, I'm ready to go. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I, I ain't trying to be out here. To, you can't like, even really have a whole conversation. No, no, no. It's like, yeah, I'm, I'm deuces. So on the flip side, do you feel different when you're around? Significantly older people. Good question. I I will say they make you feel young. They do make you feel yeah. young because like, that's what I was kind of like thinking. I was like, yeah. man, why do I still see myself as like not too far removed from maybe that twenty five to thirty mm-hmm. range? Like I still feel, and knowing that I'm not that, knowing that my life experiences is nowhere what it was in that space, but like how I feel, right. And I think it's like a comparative view of the people who I viewed in my life as old. Like I got older cousins, you know. I got, um, I mean, I won't even go to like the ne- the generation before me. I'm talking about like people who were in my generation, but they were just significantly older than I was. Right, right, you know? right. And it's like they, as I go up, they go up, and they still like. I went to a, a party for one of my cousins um, a couple weeks ago, you know, birthday party or whatnot. And it's like being there reminded me they're still older. Like they're old. They're my old cousins. Mm-hmm. I'm still here. And and it's almost like I see myself as that. They see me as that. I'm still the baby of the family, you right. know, before that next generation of younger cousins came along. It's like I will always be that. And I still relate to people that way. I still talk to people in the room as if I'm like the baby in the family. I'm about to be 40. Yeah. But yeah. it's just it's some natural position that I put myself in. So it's kind of weird. Now, one thing that I have noticed, and it's very similar to what you, what Marla just said, like when I get around older people, it does make me feel kind of younger. But one thing that I have noticed is the older I get, the more like the parental dynamic 
we're starting to feel more like this. Mm-hmm. As opposed to like, you know, as a kid, you always felt like, man, my parents are like way older than me. Now it doesn't feel that way. Different you know conversations. What I mean? It's different conversations and, you know, you're talking about grandkids and siblings and things of that nature. And so that's something that I've noticed because like now I have conversations with my mom. There's still the respect level. Like I don't curse around my mom or anything like that. That, that respect level is definitely still there. However, the conversations that I have with my mom now, I would never have as a kid. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And, and so I, I almost treat my mom now like a peer, like a highly respected peer. You know what I mean? As yeah. opposed to like just mom, right? Because I feel like, I mean, like, hey, man, we, is life is life. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I got to have real conversation with you. I can't get that, you know, the, not curl up, but you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, man, that's, that's mom. Like, I think I'm I'm so far out of that stage of of that, but I still have that respect level because like I see when people be like full blown cussing around their parents, I don't there's always seems it's weird, weird, man. It's so weird to me. Yeah. And it's just I mean, it could be just, you know, how I was raised or like where we're from too, because a lot of that has to do with being from the South sometimes too, like that Bible belt respect and other places it's just they they've grew up yeah. kind of free, you know. Um, but yeah, man, that, that's, that's just a a different dynamic though. Just looking at parents and and getting older. And then sometimes I try to think about, like, what were my folks on at my age at Mm -hmm. like 40? Like, what were they really thinking about? And I think it's important to have those conversations with them too. If you get that opportunity to like sit them down and ask those questions like, yo mom, like what was life like for you at 40? Like, do you remember- I have never asked my parents that. I, me either. But I think it's important to do that. Like, I've had those conversations with grandparents, mm-hmm. um, but it's more so about trying to... I wasn't trying to get an understanding of them being young. I was more so trying to get history. You know, it's interesting. It's like my dad, he, he, he dropped a few gems the other day. Like, I, we were just talking, and um, he was like, yeah, man, I remember, you know, I always think back, you know, when you was just... Little bitty dude, man, I just, you know, I couldn't wait to get home to just play with you. And, you know, and and I remember washing your hair, like, in the kitchen sink. You mm-hmm. know, I lean, I lay you on top of the ca- I said, Dad, I do that with my kids now. Hmm. He was like, you do? Yeah. So it was like, dang, like, I done hit that point of reference mm-hmm. where for the longest, like, I see this connection with, okay, this was dad, this is what my dad did for me. Right, right, right. But now I'm talking to my dad about the same experience with my kids. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's just, it was kind of crazy, you know? But see, y'all have been talking really about mentally where you are. Physically, mm-hmm. do you feel 40? Because you go to the gym. <sighs> not, I mean, not really. I mean, my left knee was trying to give me a little problem. <laughs> but that's 40, bro. That's Your 40. left knee is trying to tell it, you. It, it, it's... Negro, you about to be forty. It's okay now, man. You know, some days I don't even feel it. Some days I'm going up like OG. Yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) Look, look. Some days you don't feel it, and then some days you don't feel it at all. Like Like, I'm, no, man. What's going on? Right. Coming down them steps, boy. I'm like, ooh, ooh, ooh. yeah, yeah. But you sound old, yeah, 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 exactly, exactly. Sound like OG. Yeah, but besides that, I mean, nothing really. I mean, you know. Sometimes you, when you get up, get out of bed, you do have to sit there for a few seconds. <laughs> <laughs> you got to sit there. Hey, like, but no, uh, I can't. Uh, speaking of bed, I can say this, though, man. Like, 
for some reason, man, like I would say in the last couple of months, it's something about my bed, man. It just like I look forward to going to sleep at night. Like <laughs> I don't, I don't know if that that's the old that's bro. That like 40. that's that bro. 40. It, it just like it's no, especially when it's cold outside, man. <laughs> it's like, bro, like leave me alone. I don't want to do anything. I just want my bed. <laughs> that's it. I just want you to know every comment you just went further and further closer to see your sister. No, you, you, and, you, and you got closer and closer with it, bro. <laughs> and, and that's it. The second. Hey, look, bro. I'm perfectly fine with it, bro. What time you go to bed? Um, different between good night ten thirty. Now you might be fifteen. You might be turning ten thirty to twelve between that range. It, yeah, it, it varies. No, it's real though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, I I do like that part of like getting older, where it's like I'm content with you know. Hey, get me a hot shower and I get in the bed. Like it's something that for, I don't know what it is. I just look forward to like, man, like, and, and I hate being away, bro. Like, like I'm dead serious, man. Like, bro, like I, I don't really like being away. Like if I'm gone somewhere, I don't like being away. Like three days, my max. Like for real, like I really want to get back to my bed, man. It just. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> for real, man. Hey, and this is, this is another thing too. I'm really, I'm really showing my age, bro. It's nothing like that feeling when your sheets, you got clean sheets on the bed, bro. Man, bro. <laughs> like I'm not even exaggerating, man. Like for real, bro. Like that feeling with the sheets on that new man. Yeah, yeah. midlife. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's it feeling, right there. Man. Those where you look forward to those things. Yeah, yeah. yeah dog. Hey, man. Welcome to welcome to old man. Yeah, yeah. you officially an unk. Now. Yeah, yeah. You <laughs> all unk yeah, yeah, status. Yeah, dog. yeah. I, I feel it though. Like I mean, when I was having some issues with my back. And actually, I have ongoing issues with my back. That's, and it's crazy because I hurt my back not on like some old age stuff, bro. Like I was literally just, well, I guess you can kind of say it. Like I was helping at the time out my wife, uh, grandmother out the car. Mm. And I just like moved the wrong way. <clears throat> and it's been like that for years now. You know what I'm saying? Like it's like an ongoing type type of injury. And so I feel it. In the morning, like if I sleep the wrong way, wake up in the morning, and my back hurting, bro. Like I'll, I'll never forget. It was, I mean, now it's probably been about maybe like a year, a year and a half, but I was having issues with my back and my feet, mm -hmm. and I didn't know what was going on, right? Like, so I'm thinking I, I've got a broken foot or something. Like, dog, when I tell you, you have flat feet. I have flat feet. I mean, I've in. I figured the source of the problem was <clears throat> I need to get insoles. I got you right. But before I knew that, though, I woke up one morning, and this was like, you know, I already had my back issues. I woke up, I, like, you know how you get up out the bed, put my feet on the ground, I stood up, and though, when I tell you, I fell to the ground. Just on mm. some like, bro, what? I don't know what this is. Mm. Like, I'm talking about, like, pain, throbbing pain. It was like, it was scary. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, what? Like, I don't. This ain't normal, you know yeah. what I'm saying? And so trying to walk and like couldn't walk, didn't know what was going on. So, and you know, I'm I'm telling telling wife about because I try to make sure I tell her about everything. Yeah, you know, that's going on. I don't want to like you want no surprises. I don't want no surprises, though. Like I went through that with my dad where he didn't say something to my mom about something and then it turned to <coughs> something that, you know. Dip. So it's like, no, bro, whenever something it could be something small, I, I just tell her just out of just like, boom, I'm just letting you know. So you can bank it. If you keep hearing me say it, then 
we need to look, you know, look into it or whatever. And so, you know, I would tell her this and she thought I was just kind of like, all right, cool. Like you flip her and whatever, because it would go away. Mm -hmm. And like, dog, when I was telling you, I was trying to like walk up the stairs one day and I was just like, oh, something's wrong. So I go and at the time, I just like went and got a, a x-ray because it was just like, oh, I'm just going to go in. So I got the x-ray, had the x-ray sent to my primary care physician. She was like, no, your foot not, your foot, there's no broken bones. You're, you know, nothing. Mm -hmm. I was like, no. Nah. You know what I'm saying? I'm yeah. I was like, no, something's wrong with my foot. Like this ain't, okay, it's not broken, but something is wrong. So I ended up going to a podiatrist and I forgot the, the term for what it is, but there's a ligament that goes here. Mm -hmm. And basically that ligament was like partially torn. Mm -hmm. And over, what happened over time is because of, it, it's, a, it's a ligament that lifts your arch up. And so what happens just over time, my foot has became used to that lack of support mm -hmm. and it just, it was collapsing. And so what was going on is like my foot is, I have a very flat foot. And so went there and he was like, yeah, you know, you can, um, you got two options. Well, three options. You can get a brace, try to brace. If that fixed the problem, you're fine, but you'll probably have to wear that brace all the time. Um, you really just need to get insoles. That was option two. It was like number three, we don't try to do this, but you might have to have surgery. And the surgery would be is basically repair that, that tendon mm -hmm. to lift it up and then kind of give you like a faux arch, so to speak. So I was like, bro, I ain't trying to get cut. Yeah. I ain't trying to get cut. Yeah, so I, I left there with the brace, <clears throat> did that for a little while. It kind of solved the problem on, on, on that foot, but I kept having the same issues. And so I eventually ended up just getting insoles probably two, three weeks of wearing insoles. It's a, when I tell you, like, putting support under your body, bro, it changes your whole, like, girth. Everything, dog. It's crazy. Mm -hmm. So, like, I I mean, I guess I'll still call myself, I'm a runner. I'm probably not the level of runner that I used to be, but mm -hmm. I used to run in... You know the Nikes or the the brand, shoe brand that I could afford. Yeah, yeah. Not realizing like these ain't good running shoes, no. you know, or or just running in some shoes that I think I, basically I thought all all running shoes were created equal. Yeah, and that's not the case. And of course, you know, you get to a point in life where you like you you learn differently. You finally go to the running shop, the shoe, the you know running store, and they like they test you, they put you on this balance. Mm -hmm. You run, they show you where your pressure points are and all this kind of stuff. And of course, they recommend you know all the shoes and then at some point in life you're actually able to buy you a nice pair of running shoes game changer yeah feel like like to get something that you feel like you're running on clouds but what i didn't realize was the shoes that i would wear from the flat shoes you know thinking they're fresh from i mean from chucks to so all these shoes that don't really have support mm -hmm. not realizing like they affected my back they affected my knees everything they affected the weight Things that you have to worry about as a as you become and get closer and closer to becoming an OG. I threw all my chucks away. Well, I donated all my chucks. Mm. I, I was just like, I can't wear them. Yeah. I can't wear them. And because how chucks are made, they're very difficult to put insoles in because it's like- They narrow. They narrow and flat. So uh -huh. if you put an insole in, you can wear them, but I basically would have to like go up in a size on all of my chucks to put my insoles in. I was just like- See, the sad part about it, like- at a certain point, going on the Nike app, I just had to go ahead and sort it. Like, let me just go ahead and go mm -hmm. above this tier because I, I can't wear none of them. 
the, the affordable, you know, shoes that, I mean, they might look fresh. They might have a little design on it, but it's like, man, I got to go ahead and go. Yeah. Yeah. It made a difference though, bro. And yeah. I still have back problems, but I don't have those. I like, I, if I have the foot issues, that's like literally me on my feet all day long. And just like, you know, you're going to have the occasional swelling, but that type of pain that I felt, bro, getting out and feel, feeling like my foot was like about to fall off. Yeah. I haven't had that, you know, after three weeks of wearing my, my insole. So I realized that's what it was. But it's, you know, 30 plus years of flat feet and not getting it handled. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Because if we're being honest, your feet is just like vision. Right, we find out very early if we needed glasses, yeah, and we go and do what we need to do to correct it. Right, you either gonna wear your glasses or you gonna wear contacts. Most people find out that you know maybe in elementary school, right, and you get and you get it corrected. But flat feet, you don't think about that. Nobody, I, I don't know anybody that in that grew up around me that just casually went to the podiatrist. Nobody, you know what I'm saying? Like if they went, something major had to happen for them to go. Right. And that's how you're 30 plus figuring out like, oh, bro, like you, your, your, your whole walk, everything is off. Like you <laughs> then going to the chiropractor, that shows you something else, too. I don't know if y'all have been to a chiropractor, but like, bro, it, it's a game changer, man. Man, that's different, bro. Different. Have you ever been to a chiropractor? Mm -mm. Well, you, man, change your life. Go get you a good back adjustment. <laughs> Just one time. But, I mean, you're going you to keep wanting to go, but like that's that's how they sell you on. You go once, you're going to be like. Kind of need to go back, yeah. but like just just go and get you an adjustment, dog. Let me ask you this: What entering forty? Because this is our year. Like, I mean, mm -hmm. some of us hit it last year. Most of us in our in the crew that you hear that I think is here on this podcast, even the wives, like really our network mm -hmm. is hitting that pivotal year this year. Yeah. What is your version of fun as an mm -hmm. approaching forty year old man? Hmm. Minus my bed. <laughs> yeah, minus the bed. The bed has been established. <laughs> Clearly. Uh man, just relaxing, man. I mean, this can be fun right here. Like, I don't have to be out and about in the crowd. I mean, that's before 40, to be honest. Yeah. yeah. Like, I'd rather be at a house social gathering rather than Something out small. somewhere. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just, you know, low-key. I mean, I've always been low-key, but really... Really more so um, the older I get. It just, you know, I mean, I don't have to be on the scene. Like, I don't care about, you know, doing what everybody else is doing. Yeah. Yeah. So, if it's low-key, it sounds good to me. How about you? Man, my definition of fun at this age is traveling, bro. Traveling. It's like, I, I need to get that put up somewhere, but it's like, Traveling and like eating food from those places. Mm. That is fun for me, bro. Like I, I absolutely love that. Like just going to a new place and experiencing the culture in that place. Like that is real fun for me. Um and I absolutely love the idea of being able to do that every day. Hmm. That's just it's something about that, bro. That's Cause you know some people kind of like, and especially if, if you travel for your job, it might be a lot. You know what I mean? It's just like, man, I got to go to the airport. That whole thing, that because that's a process, right? Like going to the airport, right? Especially if you, you live in a city like we do, where the airport is busy. That's a headache having to do that 
two or three times a week. You know what I mean? But I just like that idea, bro, of just like it's something about going to the airport, especially going somewhere internationally, seeing them stamp my passport. That does something for me, bro. Like, I, I absolutely love that. Yeah, I don't. I mean, travel for sure, mm -hmm. I think, is something that's probably like top two, three things on my list where it's like when that moment comes, mm -hmm. like it just does something for me, you know? Absolutely. I mean, honestly, like we're about to take a guy's trip. Like I, that's my that's my, that's my my point on my calendar where I'm like, I got to get to that point. Yeah. Right there. Like, can't wait to get out of town. And we're not even flying, you know? Yeah. But we going somewhere. We going away. Um, But what's so interesting is like, I feel like I've hit this... And this is not new. Like, I, I think maybe the last, I think right before the pandemic, I hit this wave of like, I got to get, I got to get out. Mm -hmm. Like, I got to get, not all the way, like, not all the way outside. Like, I, I, ain't, I ain't trying to go back, you know, like we lived, we experienced, but I need to be on, like, I need to be out somewhere, you know? Um, you mean like outside, like in this out and about? Yeah, out and about, you know, like, I mean, it's Saturday, ain't no kids around or something like that. Like, I, I need to, I need to be somewhere. If I'm going mm -hmm. shopping, I need to go, like, to a bar that night or something like that. You know, yeah. just, I just, yeah. I just need to be active. Yeah. Like, I can't. I and and granted, I, I'm, I'm, I guess I haven't realized or really assessed whether or not I'm anything remotely close to a homebody because I don't think so. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's moments I appreciate being at home. Like, I really do. Um, obviously, with the fam and stuff, my wife, you know, but times for me, like, sometimes I'm just, like, I just want to sit in my bed. Like, I just want to sit there and scroll on my phone or mm -hmm. watch something, some series or something like that, you know, yeah. watch the game. I like being at home. But I would say more times than not, I need to be on, I need to be outside of my house. Mm -hmm. I just got to be on the move, like, I would prefer to do what I got to do at the house and then go somewhere. I'll go sit in a movie. Like, like it's just, and it's, I probably got that from my dad. Like, he, we were chatting about that the other day, too. He was like, you remember back, again, trading stories, which, right. is, which is a sign of my age at this point. Like, he like, yeah, when I, was, when I was there, you remember, you know, after this, I would go to the movie. Like, I'd get you to bed and i say goodnight, but I'm on my way to the movie. I said, I don't even remember that, Dad. Like, mm. he was like, no, about your age. I'll be at the movies. I said, that's crazy. I do that now. Like, yeah. I get everything settled. I'm like, man, I'm going to go catch this late movie. And it, it's not even necessarily about, like, I want to see the movie. It's just about I need to get out the house peace. and I need to go sit with myself yeah. and do something for me. It's peace. I, You know, <clears throat> I had this same conversation with my wife. Like, we at the beginning of the year, we go over goals and things that we want to see happen. And I just told her, I was like, man, babe, like, the pandemic took something away from me. Mm. Because I was like, I was so used to, like, performing. Mm. And... Um, yeah, because you was really, like, at the peak of being on the road. I was at the peak of being on the road. Dang. Like, like literally... Like, right before. Bro, right before the pandemic, no exaggeration, like, my group, we were doing... We were, we were out of town every month. Like, every month we were doing a show somewhere out mm -hmm. of town. Um, but, you know, I was, and also, like, I had monthly residencies at, like, two or three different locations. 
And so I was used to being outside. And I told her, I was just like, yo, you know, I really miss that. But, you know, I know now things are changed. Things are different. Like when I was doing that, it, it took a toll on my wife at the time when I was when I was outside, mainly because, you know, we had two young children, yep. very young children at the time. And so, but I was explaining to her, I was just like, yo, like, I really enjoy doing that. You know what I mean? And when I'm able to do that, I, I, I become alive. And I realized that not being able to do some of those things, I don't even want to call it, it, it may even be a depressed state. Like, it, I just didn't know it. But I was just like, I'll find myself just like, bro, like, something's missing. You know what I mean? And, and so I was explaining that to her and just letting her know, like, you know, I got to, I gotta, I gotta be outside. I gotta do hmm. something. I gotta be around people because I learned about who I am as a person. I, I, I am a homebody for a good chunk of time, mm. but I'm, I'm like one of those extroverted introverts or whatever they call it. Like, I love being by myself. Like, I can be at home. Everybody in the house over there, I'd be right here mm. by myself. I ain't gotta be doing that. Just like you said, I'm just chilling by myself. But when I'm outside. And I'm around like my element. Oh, I'm people. I gotta be around people. And I realized that that oh, I have to, I feed off of people. I need to be around people, you know, and not just like family. I gotta be around different people. I, I've learned that about myself. And um, you know, I was just telling I was just like, yeah, I and you know, I don't know if I got a plan for how that's gonna happen. I know it needs to make sense for our family because I don't want it to be like I'm just gone, just to be gone type thing. Yeah. But I got to figure that out. You know what I'm saying? Because I, I realized like, yeah, it's I'm missing. I, I miss it. Yeah. I really miss it. And when you don't have that element of like being able to perform, when you have a performing element, I didn't know it before, but it does something to you. Like if you are an expressive person, you have to find like, and thankfully podcasting filled that void mm -hmm. because even though we're not necessarily performing, I get an opportunity to be expressive. You know what I mean? And so- For one, I mean, podcasting gives us the venue to be, get the homies back together on for, a regular. For sure. On a regular basis. I remember there was a period where it almost seemed like it was, it wasn't frequent enough. Bro, we didn't you know see each other at all. We didn't see each other, <laughs> you know? Especially during the pandemic, yeah. you know? What did you like? Did you do you feel like you lost anything in the pandemic? Because I like, and I asked you that because like when you said that, I, I was just like, it's interesting. We're always we always hear about what kids lost. Like they didn't go to mm -hmm. school for a year and a half, two years. You know, some kids showed up in first grade and had never or second grade and had never seen a classroom in their lifetime. Like it's real. And some yeah. of us got kids that literally yeah. experienced that. You know, but I was like, you never really think about like what did adults lose mm. during the pandemic? Like what did, did you feel like? Mm, I don't think I really lost anything. I'm trying to think. <clears throat> I kind of feel like I always kind of been a homebody, but maybe the pandemic made me more of a homebody because I'm so used to being in and not going anywhere. Mm -hmm. And so when things open back up, I guess, you know, being in a year is just like, you know, is <clears throat> nothing different. So um Probably the pandemic probably yeah made me more so of a homebody than I was prior to the pandemic. If I so lost like, anything, you, like you lost a need to be around, right? Um, and you know, I survived and, and I was okay for a year or however long it was. 
without going out, you know, being outside like that. And then, you know, after the pandemic, it probably like kind of stuck with me. But I don't think it was like, you know, I don't have any examples examples of anything like things I were really doing prior to the pandemic and then the pandemic kind of shed it off and it hmm. kind of stuck with me. So nothing that comes to mind for that. What about you? You know, I don't really know. Um I never like this I never thought about it. <clears throat> but I'm thinking like that time period changed everything. Changed oh, everybody in absolutely. some way, shape, or form, right? I don't I mean, I don't know. Like I Honestly, I I think for me it might have been the opposite. I think I gained something. I don't think I lost anything. Mm-hmm. Like I think and this is just a transparent moment. Like I feel like prior, maybe like right before the pandemic, and I would probably give it maybe a year period. I I just distinctly remember events leading up, and we've talked about them on the podcast before, but like it was March, like I had a business trip that I was about to take. Mm-hmm. Um I I was I was so ready to get out of because I had felt like I had been crammed in and I needed a break. I, I had three young children, no, four young children. Fourth had just been born, I think. Yeah, the fourth had just been born. So like it felt like life was just like the walls were closing in. I was like, mm-hmm. God dog, like I cannot get a break. I was stressed at work. It was so many things happening. And I was so excited to take this business trip just to get away for a few days. Mm-hmm. I like literally started packing my bags on a Wednesday. And I remember like that Wednesday stuff started changing. I was supposed to be at the conference, I think on that Friday. Mm-hmm. Shut, like I, I, like <laughs> literally my boss was like, I need you to sign a document because there's some rumblings of mm-hmm. COVID or something that's coming out, some something. And if they're still going to do this conference, like I don't need that liability on the company. So I said, I'm, I'm show me the document. Like yeah, I'm signing. I'm yeah. going. Like yeah, I'm, I'm going. Yeah, yeah. I'm going. Yeah, I'm, right. like, I'm straight. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't care. I'm going mm-hmm. to this city to get away. You know, um, to go to this conference and whatnot. But like part of me just needed to get away. And I remember the next day, bro, the email coming in, shut down. Shut I know you down. feel it, but oh, yeah. bro, I was so devastated. But I think. I was approaching this like breaking point and not realizing that really what I needed was to slow down. Mm. And so what came from, you know, being at home, A, being at home with family, you would think it's like, man, I can't get away. But I think what happened was like when things shut down, like I got the break that I needed. Mm. And I I was a, I almost had space to exhale like to breathe in air, to exhale, and then to like gather myself. That's real. Whereas like the pace of life before the pandemic was probably becoming too much. That's, that's, um, I received that too, bro, because I dealt with a lot of that as well. Like I know my wife and I, we talk about it all the time. The pandemic like greatly impacted our marriage in a positive way. Same. Like we needed that time to reconnect. You know, and also reassess where we were headed, right? Like a lot of things happened during the pandemic where we we had small children, and so that was that that was the number one adjustment. Just like, oh no, like we here all day, every day, and no break, no break with these kids. Yeah, but I noticed that the difference in my children is that they have a stronger relationship with their parents because. Like Jade, Jade expressed mm. this to me um, a couple of weeks ago. She was like, 
she had kind of got back in that face, like, oh, I don't want to go to school. And so, you know, me as a parent, I'm like, why you don't want to go? She was like, man, because, like, you, mommy, Noel, like, y'all just, like, be having fun. Mm. And I realized, like, she was like, oh, she had got so used to, like, just being, because mm. we, like, one big family, bro. Yeah. Like, we do everything together, right? Like, even if we handling business, they in the car while we handling business. Mm. Like, so we're doing everything together. And she was, like, so thinking that she was missing out. Mm. And I was just like, no, baby girl, like, you got to go to school. School is a, an important part of your life. Wow. And like mommy, daddy, Noel, we're just like, we're just here. You know what I mean? But when you get back, we'll still do all the things that we, you know, that you would do if you were here. And, you know, those things don't happen without the pandemic. Um, realizing that the opportunity for new business ideas don't happen without the pandemic. Hmm. Right. Um, realizing that we had to. Like, hell, we came out of the pandemic and bought a house. That don't happen without the pandemic. And yeah. I say that to say because the person that we was renting this house from probably never would have sold this house if the pandemic wouldn't happen. Hmm. I was like, oh, I'm just going to keep collecting rent. Yeah. The pandemic happened. The world shuts down. They're looking at like, I need to, I got to get cash heavy. So they like, whatever I got to, you know what I mean? Like, but all of these things happened during the pandemic. That and, and of course, like I lost my dad during the pandemic, and so that was a whole nother life event that yeah. I don't, I can't even imagine if the world was open and I lost my dad, I probably mm. wouldn't have took the time to like really assess what was going on. I probably wouldn't have like really dealt with that. I would have just put myself in work. You didn't have anything. Else. I didn't like, have, it I didn't have nothing. I just had to on. sit there with what was going Man. on. And face it. And I think that's what like God really did with the pandemic. Just like, look, all the stuff y'all got going on, all this stuff y'all think y'all out here, y'all lit, y'all think y'all got all this stuff going on. Yeah. Like, no, nah, bro. Sit take, down and deal with out. it. Take it all out. Deal with whatever you got. What all whatever you deal with, whatever's like up under those layers, like peeling those onions hmm. back, bro. Like, no, all this stuff that you think that you cool with, like, no, now you gotta deal with it. And we know some marriages didn't survive right. the pandemic. Thanks. Some friendships didn't survive the pandemic. And so when you go go through things like that and you realize like, oh no, like we came out pretty good oh, at right. all that. And you know, it, so it was, I, I'm glad you said it because it really made me think about like, no, you gotta, I miss out on a lot of stuff. Don't get me wrong now. I miss out on a lot of money. Like yeah. a lot of, <laughs> I ain't gonna act like that. <laughs> like no bro, like, but yeah. but the truth is it was for the, the benefit of becoming a better person. Mm. You know what I mean? And so- I can I can receive that for sure, definitely, definitely. What about you? You feel like it's just like anything? What was you doing during the pandemic, bro? Like chilling, <laughs> getting comfortable with these pillows. <laughs> <laughs> now I wasn't really that in love. It this just this started probably like sometime last year. Mm. Oh, in love with your yeah, bed. Yeah. Okay, you got to yeah. clarify. Yeah, I know. Oh yeah, yeah. 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 Nah, <laughs> we gonna meet her, dog. <laughs> Hmm? He said I wasn't in love doing too much, man. But yeah, um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, nah, I mean, yeah, I was just chilling, man. You know, just yeah, hey, trying to stay, stay away from from the vid, stay away man. From the people, stay yeah. away from the people, yeah. But man, that's interesting, bro. I, um, yeah, I think that's, I think that's an epiphany tonight for me, man. Like, I gained more out of that time. Mm-hmm. Now, granted, you know, I, I'm I'm very very empathetic to to people who had a completely different experience. Right. right. You know, um, people lost family, 
members, people lost, people lost people, people yeah. lost themselves, yeah. you know, people lost their minds, their marriages, you know, you, I mean, we said it all, people lost businesses and houses and, and, you know, a lot was lost, I think, especially in this country, um, for one, because it took forever for us to get it together, <laughs> Man, you know, so long, bro. which is a whole nother <laughs> podcast topic, but I mean, I personally had more growth, I think, in that time period. And I think it, it to your point, it, it took God stripping things away mm -hmm. for, A, for me to put my eyes on him in a way yeah. that I never had it to before, you know. Um, but also to, to re like realign and like see the blessings that I had before me, you know, for oh, my right. family, my wife. Ironically... I was sitting here thinking like, even professionally, I, because of the pandemic, I had an opportunity to lead the organization I was with at the time out of the crisis of the, that, mm -hmm. was, that came from the pandemic, which I think shined a light on the value that I, would, that I had for the company mm -hmm. in a way that never would have been seen had things been normal. Because right. unfortunately, when you you know, perform at a high level, it gets comfortable for people. Like, people get used oh, to Oh, that's just what he do. That's, yeah. Call him, you know, yeah. and, and the appreciation for you dies because this is the normal. Like, your normal is now set at a high standard, mm -hmm. and this is the expectation. But the value of that, it goes down. And I think when things went crazy, I was able to step in and lead, create, you know, come up with plans, um, not to mention, like, not only how to navigate the shutdown, but how to bring us back to normal. Right, right. And then when you come out of the craziness, you bring us back to a level that was higher than where we left off. Mm. And then that's where the value and the spotlight happened. Um, on me professionally, I feel like that's where, you know, this portion of my career um, kind of started to take off. Um, not to mention, like, you know, now moving into a different space where, okay, now I've been elevated into different roles because of that. Right. So I would say, man, a lot of a lot of challenges came out of the pandemic, but I think for me, you know, speaking for me, like a lot of good came out of it. Um, you know, family is excellent. Like never been at a, couldn't ask for a better scenario yeah. right now, you know, couldn't ask for a better marriage. Um, so I'm, I'm honestly grateful, you know, for what it was that we were able to get out of it, man. And um yeah, I think it made me a new me in a, in a way. That's real. That's real. I mean, I think that's a good stopping point, bro. I think yeah. that's a good stopping point. We're going to continue to have a conversation on Patreon. Um, if you want to hear that conversation, make sure you go right now. You click the link in the show description. Uh, it's patreon.com slash blackmanthink. You can go there, sign up for the free trial, or you can go ahead and... and Pay for it now if you want to. That's totally up to you. But we got bonus content over there. We have more conversations. Our Black Afterthought podcast is there as well. Um, but get to know us better on Patreon. And so, as always, we elevate our black men because black men be out here thinking. I am JD. That's Motown. You. Corey right here back. And um, we'll see y'all next week. Black, Black Men, Men Think, Think Podcast. Podcast.